Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler. I'm your host. I'm also a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. Thank you for joining our show today. Hopefully, one of the motivations was to be part of our community. Uh, The Conroe-Montgomery County business community is a great place to do business, and it's a great place to join what's going on. So hopefully we'll bring you information, education, uh, all kinds of things related to business that hopefully increase or improve that connection and motivate you to join our community right here at the weekly business hour. Uh, You can join us by simply going to the website one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com, and signing on, and we'll keep information flowing your way on what's happening on business here in Conroe and Montgomery County. For those who don't know it, Conroe, Texas is one of the fastest growing places in the United States. Uh, I was doing some research for a piece I'm going to touch on later on and did not realize since 2020, the population of Conroe is up 44%. Uh, Step back from that a moment. Think three years, 44% increase in population. That is an amazing number. And to think you as a business owner, business manager, someone involved in business, you're right in the middle of it if you live here in Montgomery County. And if you don't, you might want to catch the bus or drive the car and get here as quick as you can because a lot of great things are happening. I want to start off today with a quick thought. I was looking at some information recently and talking to a friend of mine who's uh, into marketing. He's uh, been part of the marketing world, so to speak, for a long, long time. Very smart, uh, sage kind of person. Uh, it's someone you, when he speaks, uh, you listen. And there are two business practices uh, that I uh, was part of a lengthy discussion we had that I would encourage you to implement today if you haven't already done it. Now, I understand some people have done it, and that's great. Take that one off your checklist. I'm sure you've got a lot of other things to do. But if you haven't done it, first, find a niche. You know, I, I was talking to a business owner recently, and he was competing at, in the market at large, if you will. And he was making money, but he was getting pressure. He was trying to be everything to everybody all the time. And it was killing him, particularly on the expense side because he had to stock so much, had to hire people with different skill sets to deliver what it is that he is selling. And one of the ways to to get around that or to make a difference is to look for a niche in the market and then decide you're going to be number one and go out there and do the things that will create that opportunity for you to be number one. Now, you can do this in conjunction with other niches, but focus is the key. 
I just have, uh, personally, I've had one business experience, owned a business, that when we took it over, it was trying to be, you know, everything to everybody all the time. And when you looked at it from a P&L point of view, expense point of view, uh, that's why the business was for sale. So I encourage you, if you haven't already picked a niche or two, it's a great way to have cash flow because if you're the best, you're always going to have some business. And the second thing I encourage you to do, if you haven't already done it, is develop a reoccurring revenue stream in your business. And I realize there are certain industries, certain businesses that that can be difficult to do, but there's lots of opportunities in a vast majority of businesses out there where you can create some reoccurring revenue by supplying something after the sale. Uh, and it may not be something that your product or your service demands, but it's there as an add-on. Recurring revenue doesn't really cost you much to deliver or to advertise, market, because you've already got your customer. And if you've done a good job with them, they want to do business with you. Uh, that's something I think a lot of businesses miss. Obviously, the statement, if I do a good job, they want to do business with me. Obviously, that's the truth. But the, the bottom line is, it is difficult sometimes to do business with people. And sometimes people get frustrated, I think, more often than a lot of us in business uh, care to admit. And they are looking for good businesses just to do business with, to have that relationship so they know that things are going to get done when they say they're going to get done, and they can focus on their own business or as a consumer, they can go do something else. So I encourage you, if you don't have a reoccurring revenue model, or you even have one, expand it. If you don't have one, look for opportunities to build some reoccurring revenue into your revenue stream. Well, the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and businesses now throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, business ideas, to improve their business and be part of conversations, and that's what's important to me, that can make a real difference in your business. I want to remind you as we start the show, as I do every week, uh, we're live right now on Facebook and YouTube, so if you'd like to watch as well as listening, listen to the show, excuse me, then go to Facebook, look at the weekly business hour page, click on it, and you can watch as well as listen to today's show. And if you have any questions, you have an idea, uh, you have a criticism, constructive, please, uh, then just drop me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Just send it directly to me, one, that's the number one, bestconsult at gmail.com. That's one, bestconsult at gmail.com. Well, let's talk about business uh, from a micro and a macro level in my opinion, because today we're going to have a conversation with Scott Harper, who is the president of the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Scott, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I am really excited. Uh, I should say welcome back, because you've been kind enough over the last number of years to come in from time to time and update us on where the chamber is. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce here in Conroe is a fantastic organization. Uh, I've been a member of many chambers in my careers in different places, uh, different cities, towns, counties. But this chamber uh, is just amazing. Uh, it's a small town chamber, yet it's a big town chamber. And you've been able to keep both of those things, which I think is great, uh, and the ability to be very, very inclusive of members from all walks of life, types of businesses. 
And uh, right now, I think you're just growing like a weed, aren't you? Yeah, it, it is. And, and, you know, we're trying to replicate and keep up with uh, the growth of Montgomery County that you mentioned You mentioned earlier, um, you know, with, with Conroe being one of the fastest cities within one of the fastest uh, growing counties, there's a lot going on. And, um, you know, we, we pride ourselves on relationships, um, but it's interesting to me. Um, you know, just a few years back, everyone would know me from either the, my Y time or, you know, the, my first uh, stint at the chamber. But I'm having to really introduce myself even more because uh, there's so many new people moving in, which I think is a, is a great thing uh, to have happen, especially with the, everything going on downtown Conroe um, and just everything in our surrounding areas. That, you know, that I, I sort of passed up my typical first question, kind of give us a little bit of business background. You just touched on some things, the why, mm-hmm. uh, the business background that brought you to where you are today. Yeah, you know, I started with the YMCA. Well, my career actually started um, with an internship with the YMCA, which I didn't know for a number of years later would actually get me into the Y professionally. Um, but got me some interviews early on um, with the Y um, down in the Orlando area. And then I end up actually going to work for Walmart in their corporate fitness center for a number of years. But the gentleman that I met with the Y was pretty persistent. And after about seven years with Walmart, he got me, uh, attracted me to the Y, um, fell in love with it, um, was in Tampa for about five years. My, my dad started having health concerns and we were 18 hours away. So I stayed with the Y, but transferred and moved uh, to the Houston area and actually ran the local Conroe Y. Uh, for a number of years, and then that's where I was introduced to this chamber. Um, I was served as a board member um, as I was the executive director at the Y, um, and they went through some transition. Was looking for a new president, and that's how I uh, got uh, got into the to the chamber. Uh, and it's that was back in 2012. Um, the Y recruited me back. Um, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side sometimes, but sometimes there's more fertilizer. But uh, a lot of things happened. Harvey happened. We had, got a new CEO, um, and uh, COVID happened. Just a lot of changes. Um, and about that time, my uh, successor uh, resigned to move closer to his family. Um, I think he went to the Granberry Chamber, and opportunity uh, came along for me to come back. Uh, I should have never left. Um, and But it was interesting coming back. A lot of the projects that we had talked about between 2012 and 2015 were actually in the works coming out of the ground because before they were ideas and um, projects on a piece of paper but uh, it's it's really moved along nicely and I'm happy to be back in May I'll be back officially two years. You know you made an interesting comment about having to to meet more people than you probably thought you would have to because of all the new people. Mm -hmm. Uh, New business is an amazing thing but I love the synergy in your business uh, background because when you're in the Y business, it's a people business, first, second, and third. And I guess you could say the same thing for the chamber. So Absolutely. you know a lot of people to begin with mm-hmm. in the community, in yeah. Montgomery County, Conroe. Uh, but I think it's real exciting to hear the obvious, I guess, is that there are a lot of new people. Absolutely. Uh, and obviously we've had a 40-some percent increase in population just here uh, in Conroe itself. So pretty amazing. It is. And, and I've, I was fortunate enough to be appointed to Conroe ISD's uh, bond um, a committee and listening to their 
demographic numbers. They just hit 71,000 students. That wasn't supposed to happen for another five years. Their 10-year projections are putting them at 110, 120,000 students, uh, which almost doubling in the next 10 years and what they've done in the previous 150-plus years. Um, it's amazing. Um, with that growth, there's uh, there's need. And so listening to the numbers that need to happen, $2.6 billion worth of, of, of investments need to happen to get them where they need to go. Um, but so often different projects get pushed because, you know, we need to come, come forth with a number that they can um, – that people can get behind and support, but we need new schools. We need to take care of the schools that are already in existence. Air conditioners don't last forever in, 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 in Texas and the buses, uh, transportation, more kids, more needs for transportation. Um, and the wear and tear on those buses, they, the geographical size of, of Conroe ISD is huge. So they, they drive tons every day getting those kids back and forth to school. So, um, and you see it in the business community as well, new businesses moving in, um, national, international companies looking to our tech park and our industrial park to, to bring their business to, to Texas because um, we're, we're right in the middle of everything, uh, you know, from just growth and then also just the sheer location of where we are in Texas along the I-45, I-10 corridor. It's prime and access to the port. Uh, it's a perfect location. Yeah, it is a fantastic. You're right. The geography plays to our advantage here in, in Conroe and Montgomery County. You'd mentioned earlier about the chamber and where it is. A lot of people, I find business people, especially small business people or startups, uh, relative new business, really don't understand what the function of the chamber is. Mm -hmm. uh, just a quick bit of background. So if there's a listener or two out there that doesn't know what a chamber does sure. or should do, uh, they'll now know it. Yeah. Uh, you know, our mission is to uh, build and promote uh, business in Montgomery County, uh, Conroe and Montgomery County. And we do that in a number of different ways because every business's need is different. Um, so, uh, you know, I've, I've leveraged, <coughs> excuse me, I've leveraged this conversation different ways with different people to try to get them to understand is that, you know, they see the logos and different things of our, you know, the, our banks and the hospitals and the, and the car dealerships that support the chamber at a, at a high level, along with a lot of other organizations. Um, and they look at that like, well, that's what I need to be to be a part of the chamber. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. Those are the organizations that have been here a long time. And we're able to leverage the resources that they give us to provide workshops and seminars and the different things that you might need to be more successful as a business because they have their own HR departments. They have their own marketing departments, but for small businesses, they don't. And so we're able to leverage the resources from those members to be able to provide those services um, from the different things that you do for us, for the CEO roundtables, for the nonprofits and for the for-profit uh, groups. Um, I just left over at the chamber now our business development, professional business development committees over there meeting on what's the next seminar and different things. What's what's the pulse uh, going on? Um, AI, artificial intelligence is starting to rear its, rear its head on how it's taking over. Just You can just talk into an email or put something in and it'll write an email for you. I mean, and that's, that's kind of interesting and scary at the same time because I think what we've been able to um, – pride ourselves on is the relationships. And I think that's what has kept us um, relevant in a lot of people's minds. And so for the small businesses, um, you know, we can list and we've got tons of opportunities and benefits that we as a chamber member you get. 
But until we answer the question, what can we do to help? Um, and a lot of times that's a different, that's just maybe a, a contact. I need to get into the office of, um, and we've been able to help su- um, facilitate those, those meetings. And that's really all they wanted. And then from that point, if we're able to pull that off, then they're members for life. Um, and, you know, and some people don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're trying, they're, they're, they've lived, they, they've got a dream or an idea. Um, and we help them navigate that. And sometimes it's giving them advice as maybe this isn't the best option, um, or, or they shift midstream. Um, and some have positioned themselves uh, to be bought out by a larger organization, and they've been able to, to see it that way. So, you know, every story is different. Every business um, is different. But, you know, we try to find and provide the resources they need to be successful. You know, I think uh, directly or indirectly, one of the great things, obviously, people join an organization like a chamber, but, you know, and they're looking for networking. Mm-hmm. Well, networking in, in the classical sense is typically people to do business with. But the networking, I find that this chamber, particularly due to its membership, is you can make and build relationships with other business people, mm-hmm. not necessarily competitors, but Correct. and you get that mentoring. You get somebody to help you. I know our, our roundtable program does that in a structured basis, uh, meeting once a month with a group of peers. And the idea that small businesses or even medium-sized businesses, we need people to talk to, ideas that we can bounce off people. So you develop, I guess, friendships, but they're relationships, Mm -hmm. and they're invaluable. Hopefully you pick the right individuals uh, or individual because they'll bring their background, their experience, uh, and help you. Because no man can, what is it, no man's an island. Well, building a business without support from peers to me is extremely difficult or let's say from my observation over a number of years of being in business it typically is going to be less successful uh, which can mean a lot of things to different people but uh, the chamber really gives you a place to go and connect and find that yes you can find business you can find referral sources Mm -hmm. no doubt about that but uh, I just think it's so encouraging yeah. Last uh, last Thursday when we had our networking uh, morning mingle breakfast um, and you were there, uh, great crowd, um, and we were getting ready to start, but about five minutes beforehand I was talking to a guest who was just standing there, um, went over there and introduced myself. We started talking, and he's like, man, is this is what – this is this – is, this is fun. Like I, I've met a couple of great people. They've come up to me already and, and introduced themselves. I said, but just listen. I said, we're actually going to go through and have everyone do their commercials, but listen to the chatter right now. And we haven't even started. I said, that's, I, I kind of not, I don't want to mess that up because people were talking just like you were and, you know, introducing themselves or, Hey, I brought a guest, meet this person. And I think one of the things that you know, we, we've been tabbed as, as, as referred to it earlier, as a, re- a relational chamber, not a transactional chamber. Uh, we want to make sure that we're getting um, and answering that question and then following them through the process. Um, uh, Gigi Peacock, who is over our membership, she's been doing that for the last few months for us and done an amazing job understanding, getting to know them on a personal level so and following up on them on if they get anything out of a conversation that, oh, my grandson or, you know, my daughter is in this place remember to ask them how how was that you know how'd that go and they're like oh yeah we talked about that last you know at our last networking event and I think that's where the magic happens is you know we we care we genuinely care we'll remember Wes's question it's not just about the business but it's about you as a person um, and as a family and and that was brought to 
that was a heightened awareness of, you know, mental health. We just did our last um, luncheon on mental health and Philip Cash, Constable Philip Cash came in and, and talked about what his department is assigned to do on how to respond to those situations. And there's so many different variables in that process, but um, had a lot of great comments from that because they like, it, it, that might not necessarily be a business topic, but it affects everybody in, a, right. in so many different ways. And, and that's what we do. We listen to what the need is and what's going on. Um, and uh, we had a great, great turnout and great topic. To, to, to learn more about because we all need to be aware. Um, everybody might think that somebody else will, but they didn't seem right, but we need to, everyone needs to speak up. Um, even if it's, if they're off on their analysis, but it, you know, sometimes you might be the last person between that and, and, and an unfortunate incident. Um, more people just need to, I think, speak up. And I think that's, that's a, a message everyone can kind of listen to. Yeah, lots of great information and uh, a lot of really positive reasons to be a member of, of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Well, we're going to take a short break, ladies and gentlemen. We come back, and I'm going to give Scott to kind of give us that state of the chamber, kind of what did we do last year, some of the things they accomplished that a lot of people might not know about, and then what's the vision for 2023. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back with you. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas, dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. Rick Schuster, your host, and we've been having a conversation with Mr. Scott Harper. Scott is the president of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. We've been talking about the chamber, and particularly the chamber here that's available to us in Conroe, Montgomery County, is a wonderful place to do business. That's what it's all about. 
Uh, Scott, I promised you the opportunity to kind of give us a, a state of the chamber. I know you gave a presentation, uh, what, several weeks ago. In February. Uh, and for those that weren't able to meet, uh, make that uh, presentation, I think it's important that folks know what's going on out there uh, and what the chamber really is doing. And a lot of it, again, I don't think people are aware, mm -hmm. even members of the chamber sometimes are not aware of what's going on. So why don't you start and kind of give us a, a reflection on 2022, sure. what you did, uh, the chamber did, and, and then we'll roll into 2023 and the vision for the future. Sounds good. Well, one of the things I think it puts in perspective is, you know, selected as a class advisor for Institute for Organizational Management, which is one of the uh, kind of the accreditations of, of a, a chamber professional. And I was able to serve as a as an advisor last summer. And in that group, I'm working with about 23 different chambers, uh, seven of them weren't sure if they are going to st still be open. Other ones were looking at regionalization um, because of just uh, how different communities were coming off of COVID and reacting to that. And so I really just, we always hear that we were kind of insulated in Montgomery County in a certain way and then also in Conroe, and it really rings true. Um, out of those 23, three could talk about having an increase in membership um, or, you know, or staying flat. Um, and I'm happy to say our chamber was able to grow. Um, one of the things we were, we, we welcomed 182 new members into our chamber. Um, and of course we do, you do lose members for whatever reason. Um, we're really working on the retention. So that number continues to, to, to go down. Um, out of all those 182, we had uh, 49 ribbon cuttings, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you take how many, um, how many weeks there are on average about one, one a week. Uh, but it seemed like some weeks we were doing three or four in the same week. Um, but those are, that's a great opportunity for small businesses to be able to, you know, have a photo op and get some of our diplomats and other members out there to support them and learn more about what their businesses are. Um, and 24 of our networking events that we talked about earlier from our after hours, um, our fun after five and our morning mingles, it's a great opportunity for people. We started color coding our badges. So people now, if you're a guest, you're a certain color. Um, if you're a new member, you're a different color. Um, and then the host as well. So we can really start drawing attention to where I'm looking at your name, but I also say, oh, guest. Different, different introduction, different conversation. Um, if a new member, the same way, um, and so that's that's worked out really well to 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 really make people feel feel at home. Um, and we had four legislative events that were main last year. We were we went to D.C. Um, we had a, a travel group of eight, and we met with um, eleven different. Uh, departments of whatevers. Um, but what we do is is go up there and we carry the torch. We listen to what's going on. We had questions from our members to go up there. Um, and we now have those contacts in those different different departments, Department of Education, Health, um, um, Energy, Tech, or Department of Transportation, which is one of the big ones because they actually looped in um, via um, um, Zoom, 
while we were meeting there from our local um, representatives in Dallas. And so that really opened up a new level of conversation. And so when we um, start our transportation committee, uh, mobility committee back up, we will have that group with us. And a lot of people don't understand that's one of the things we do. Uh, we advocate for business. And so we just came back um, jumping into this year a little bit from Austin and went over there and, and to Austin and, and to talk to our local uh, legislators about what's going on. Um, and funny thing is, transportation was one of those topics <laughs> that we talked about. Um, we have marquee events throughout the year. Last year, um, Courtney Boudreaux, who is our uh, director of special events, did an amazing job. They continue to grow and break records. But our Lobster Fest was the biggest um, ever when it comes to the fundraising aspect. Um, and then our Athena event um, was we've we've outgrown um, wedding venues. So this this year we'll actually be going to Margaritaville. Um, a job fair. We partner with Economic uh, Conroe's um, EDC, um, and we do. A, we had over 60 uh, employers there and had great traffic. Last year, coming off of COVID, we weren't sure. We shifted the times a little bit this year. We had gr great traffic flow, and they said the the quality of talent in the room um, was some of the highest it's ever been. So you know, people are still um, looking for employment, even though they might be employed. Uh, but they're looking for that right fit for them moving forward. Um, and then, you know, just as the benefit of the of the of the, being a member of our chamber, you have full use of our facility. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. They're able to, um, if it's available, you're able to use our meeting room. Uh, we had 75 different groups over the course of the year use our meeting room for different meetings, and that's above and beyond what our normal meetings are that we have when people come in there. So, you know, we're a resource, um, and we, we grew. Uh, we had, we balanced our budget. We had one of the high, we had the highest membership uh, revenue years in the history of our chamber and we did that with a one of the lower membership counts and reason being is we're people are seeing the value of being those higher um, level members uh, and one of the examples for our emerald and our platinum members we actually publish um, and made a made an effort to um, we figured out that we were really good at marketing to ourselves but how do we get outside the walls the traditional walls and we when I asked the question, our board retreat two years ago, how many people read Community Impact? Everyone in the room raised their hand. You know, the old-fashioned newspaper, it folds differently. It doesn't fold top to bottom. It folds side to side, but it's very well done. Up, you know, so we, we took out an ad, and that's, it's, not, it's not cheap, but we, did, we committed to six months. So if you're a member at a Platinum or Emerald, you, your logo or name is going into 77,000 mailboxes just for being a benef uh, just being a member of our, our chamber. And our, our Platinum's really like that because our logos, their logos are in there, um, and they don't have to pay for that. That's just a that's just a benefit, and we've got a, they've got a lot of feedback from that. And our platinum um, level has has increased tremendously over the last year and a half. We just had three upgrades um, in the last three months for people seeing that value, and that's one of those things that people a lot of times they don't they don't see that. Right. Um, and that's and that's a great a great a uh, great avenue for information when it's hitting every mailbox in in our service area that's that's a good place to be no absolutely that's one of the things i have to as an observer uh and a former board member but you 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 since you returned uh and came back 
I've just noticed that the platinum emerald, I mean, you filled it up. I mean, and I know there's no such thing as fill it up, but right. amazing. Just the, the visual, when you look at the page, uh, that high level of support that you and your team have been able to generate. Yeah. We, we have a traveling poster that it's kind of the joke. It's really only good for about a week now, uh, but that's a good thing. Uh, our friends at Fast Signs turn around pretty quick for us. Um, and the other thing we really focus on is, you know, the use of social media. Um, we are able to bring on Steve Scheffler, who is our new marketing communications. He's got years and years of experience in the higher education, um, and he's been able to you know, in, in higher education, you have to communicate to that first year student all the way up to uh, uh, an alumni who's been, um, you know, in 80s or 90s, uh, gives back to that university. And so he's also able to relate some of that strategy on how we, how we communicate to our brand new member to those members that have been with us the entire time. We're going to turn 90 this next year. Um, in 2024, we'll be, we'll be 90 years old. So we had 13,000 or 1,300 social posts last year. Well, that equaled 794,000 impressions, which was up 84,000 from the last year. Um, we have 14,000 followers, which is up about 1,500 from last year. And our engagement rate, which means they, they're staying with us longer, they're clicking through, has gone up 3%. And it, it's a smaller percentage, 8.25, but in that world, that seems to be a, that's a good, solid number. Um, and he's looking at all those. We're starting to benchmark everything that we do so we can kind of see what that is. And, and not relying just on Facebook, but from um all LinkedIn is one I think from a business community that's something that people need to be we need to be more engaged with our LinkedIn account and we're starting to do that and seeing some um, great results from that as well so that's kind of a lot of things happen um, you know and the nine professional development workshops they started that committee last year uh, we'll have 12 plus this year a minimum wow. of one per month um, and so that's kind of where our um, our focus is and we'll use some of our resources that we're able to obtain to put cameras and, and microphones um, in our in our boardroom so when we do have those seminars and workshops so we can record those because we, we we say that's a benefit, but if you're still working and not being able to make it, then you don't get out anything out of that benefit. So we'll we'll be able to archive those, put them on a portal on our website, um, and you'll be able to watch that at your convenience. Yeah, and I think that's a wonderful way to build an it basically an educational sure. uh, piece, even make it even stronger, mm -hmm. because a lot of folks forget if we own a business, uh, <laughs> it could be small or medium or not necessarily large, but we work and to take time off uh, and that's one of the things I've enjoyed where I am in life I can come and attend some of these programs which have always been top-notch as far as I'm concerned well let's look to the future uh, five years from now yeah. just do the crystal ball with me for a moment uh, what role do you see the chamber playing here in the overall life business world of Conroe Montgomery County well, I see us continuing to grow, um, and, I, and with that, I, our staff's going to need to grow. Um, we've been very intentional on the relationships, but as you get bigger, we can't, we can't lose that contact. So we want to make sure that we continue to our, that our, we have enough staff and resources. We're really leveraging our diplomats in a different way. They are an, an amazing group of people that are an extension of our, of our member, uh, our membership base and of our staff. And, and they're at our events helping us. So we're really bringing them into our hug a little bit more and training them differently than before. And they've, they've done a great job with that. But, you know, the next 
five years or so, I, I see us. I, my dream is, my hope is, is that we're in conversations. Um, we're in more conversations. We're being invited to the table to be in more part of um, strategic planning when it comes to what's going on in the county and what's coming on the city. When I first got back, I found myself getting invited to events because I sat on the CEDC board. Not I wasn't getting invited because I was the chamber president. I was on that board because I am the chamber president. So I want us to be at the table. And I think that goes back to relationships. It goes back to, um, you know, reestablishing those, especially in the cities, you know, when they roll through in different cycles, when a new mayor, um, new administration and those type of things, we need to be at the forefront. We've done very a lot better job of going to city council meetings, um, commissioners meetings, Connor ISD, Willis ISD, Montgomery ISD's board meetings to be to be there and be seen. Um, so as they grow, we're a part a part of that with them and we, we're seen as a, as a resource and not somebody trying to solicit a membership. Um, a lot of chambers out there are still there for a certain reason. We want people people are starting to see what we do and the impact we have. They want to be a part of the chamber, and that's different than us soliciting a membership. Um, when they're calling you and say, "Hey, what can we do to be a part of your organization?" That's that's where the magic happens, I believe. Right. But I see us growing. Um, we've kind of got our, our chairman this year's Nick Davis. He's kind of set a goal. He's a big sports guy, so the Astros have a home run pump. We have a membership pump in our uh, in our lobby or in our in our boardroom, and you know. As Notre Dame goes out, they play like a champion uh, today. We have a sign that our board members look at, and they all have one for their office. It's to be a chamber champion. Um, it's to get them to wear that chamber hat more when they're in the community, not just when they come to a board meeting. Um, we get swamped with lions and church and all these other responsibilities, but we're, we're challenging them to be more um, um more related to the chamber and their responsibilities there. So our goals this year, and we will hit it, um, will be over a thousand member uh, members um, and, you know, just listening more um, and being like being at the table. You know, so when somebody comes and says, Hey, we have a problem. Well, let's get the chamber involved. Um, we're, we're, we're starting to see that in the workforce development. We're, we're working with Connor ISD, Willis ISD um, right now, Lone Star College. We're going to have a new program coming out this fall to where we're bringing middle schoolers to essentially a job fair for them to understand because when they go into uh, ninth grade, they have to, or into, before they go into ninth grade, they have to select a career path or right. a track. So we're trying to get them as much exposure as we can to different areas so they can make a, the best decision because it seems from what i've been told once you make that you're stuck with that one even though you know it'll change but in from your academic side you're you're in that track um and, and some people how's that workforce development well you get them interested in something and they come back and create a relationship with that with that with that company there's internships, there's jobs, there's part-time jobs that might end up being a career for that individual. And that's keeping people here local is a key for us, um, as opposed to having to attract new people. When you already live here and you have a pride, a sense of pride of where you are, there's you're already ahead of the game in, in that sense. So I, I see us, I mean, that's, that's my ultimate goal is for us to be in every, every conversation or be on people's minds. Um, 
Um, and then to just be a part of everything that's going on downtown, uh, the Lindsay properties, that's um, those three projects that they have are going to, tr- I mean, downtown's already transformed. Um, but with those new properties coming in and what it brings to downtown, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. And so we want to be at the, at the table with that as well. Lots and lots of opportunities for people out there that are in business to connect in the mm-hmm. chamber is probably the single best way to connect if I'm a business owner, business manager, to bring my business into that conversation Mm -hmm. or bring it in to that connection, Mm -hmm. uh, which has a lot of return to it, in my opinion. Scott, I can't thank you enough for taking time. Uh, You let it slip to me that you were on vacation, so I appreciate you (laughs) taking a break from vacation, which I know is a working vacation, so (laughs) there may be a hidden agenda behind that, I don't know, but... uh, the best of luck in that. If people want to learn more about the chamber, uh, what's the best way for them to do it? So everything is on our website, which is uh, conroe.org. Um, or I, I, you know, really look look on the website of and do they have a specific question about a specific thing? If it's marketing communications, just reach directly out to Steve. If it's anything on the back end with their account, they need help or support with their account or start a new one, that, that would be Pauline. Any membership questions can go to um, can go to Gigi Peacock and then Courtney Boudreaux, who does all of our special events, um, can answer anything there. Um, you know, one of the things that just hit just earlier last week uh, with a press release that got national attention is we're bringing Aaron Brockovich in as our keynote speaker for Athena. Um, I don't know how many phone calls from friends across the country, like, hey, can I come? I'm like, actually, I think we're going to be sold out, so I don't want to waste them on you guys coming in. (laughs) But it's, you know, a lot of great things that way, and that's really another way that we'll start playing at the national level. Um, And I've been invited back to to IOM uh, as well, and hopefully we'll be um, next next step to serve on the national board for IOM and and through the U.S. Chamber. And any way I can position us at a national level, local level, whatever level, regional, state, um, I want us to be a part of those conversations. Yeah, well, I really appreciate that. And this this town, this city, I'm I'm fairly new, lived here, what, eight years now, seven years, uh, and it's phenomenal. And I grew up in Houston, Harris County, and saw what happened there And as far as growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, Conroe, Montgomery County, in my opinion, has gotten most of it really right. So it's got a wonderful foundation yeah. uh, with great leadership. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, so to speak. And when we come back, I'm going to give you a quick thought uh, entitled, Why is it important to have a strategy for your business? And our best consult tip of the week, which is becoming laughable to me, Where is the recession they promised, and should I really care? Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit and uh, perhaps laugh a little bit. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back with you. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. 
For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V dot org. Will you help defend the orphan? Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Hey, tune in to The Bridge Podcast TX Tuesdays at 11 a.m. where we are connecting commerce with community, interviewing business owners and leaders in the community, allowing the audience to peek behind the curtain of what inspires, motivates, drives these individuals to have meaningful, positive impact in this community. For more information about the show, log in to IRLoneStar.com slash TBPTX. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rick Schisler. Appreciate you listening in today. I think we had a wonderful conversation with uh, Scott Harper. And don't forget, uh, on Wednesday of this week, that a copy of this a recording of the show will be posted uh, throughout social media, Facebook, uh, here at the station here at Lone Star Community Radio on their website, IRLoneStar.com. So if you missed part of that conversation with Scott, uh, or if you'd like to pass it on to a friend that might benefit please feel free. So Wednesday, we'll have a copy out there for you to listen to at your leisure. Well, let's talk about uh, the quick thought I have, and I think it's it's kind of funny. And that is entitled, Why Is It Important to Have a Strategy for Your Business? Now, if you're like me, and I've been in business a long time, I've been around academic side of business, got a degree in real estate and finance, and I've heard business strategy, business plans, marketing plans, all kinds of plans. But when you talk to people who are in business, even in larger businesses, and you say, where's the plan? It's kind of like, where's the beef? Uh, they don't have a plan. And it's unbelievable. And I've heard numbers as high as 80 90% of the businesses in certain categories don't have a written plan, uh, which I, I think is okay. Because if you know me, I'm the guy with the one-page plan. Uh, I did business plans that were 30, 40, 50 pages long, the kind that lenders need in order to make you a loan. And those are, those are wonderful exercises, if nothing else. Also, great opportunity to include some of your employees if you have a management team. Uh, and it's a great way to kind of communicate with everybody and get everybody on the same page, as you, if you will. But I think it's important that every business have some kind of strategy. Uh, and again, put it down on one page if you choose, like I do today, especially in the smaller businesses. But it's very, very important to you as an owner or manager of a business. You need a business strategy because it becomes the foundation of how you manage your business going forward. And I think that is so important 
And if you don't take the time to do it, you're not going to have that tool in your box. And it's a very important tool, I think, and one that's not really hard to do. Okay, The idea of having a strategy that relates to the objectives of your business, what you're trying to do with it, that's not just sales or revenue. That's not just expenses or, you know, I want to be number one in the market, in my niche market uh, uh, position. But it's also other objectives. So many businesses I've talked to today, especially where it's a small business, they have objectives like, you know, doing right with the community, providing services to people they can't afford. They have lots and lots of objectives that are not necessarily by the book, black and white. Well, if you have these objectives, you need to have a place where they're written down, if for no other reason to remind yourself, because we all need reminding from time to time, that, hey, I'm really in business to do this, this, and this, so you don't lose track, you don't forget, or at least gives you something to reevaluate. But most importantly, it's a tool that you can use to communicate with employees, vendors, and customers. And I think that's very, very important in business. And again, something that so many people don't think about, they leave it on the table, so to speak. Core values of your organization. If you have a, a business strategy, that's part of it. What are the core values? How can you hire people? We've talked about that on this show a lot over the years. How can you hire people until you've identified your core values? Because you want to hire people that share those values. Okay, and again, a lot of businesses don't take the little bit of time that it really takes to evaluate this and make it happen. So having a business strategy, even a simple one-page uh, business plan, if you will, will help you develop and focus on a business strategy that would make sense to you. Lots of other things that you do with the business strategy, but the key thing, I believe, is the heart and soul of how you manage your business. The worst thing I've ever seen in the life of a business ever is where someone devotes themselves to a business. They got the passion, they've got the, the money to do it, they build a business and go down the road a period of years, 20, 30 years, 15 years, whatever, and at the end, they, they literally look in the eye and say, why did I do this? What did, I mean, they had no focus as far as what they wanted at the end. And that, to me, is another great reason to develop your own business strategy. Because at the end of the day, when it's all finished, you sell the business, you shut it down, you walk away with that feeling of satisfaction, which can include monetary uh, reward that you get out of the business, but also you feel a satisfaction which is unique to you and your family as a business owner. Just some ideas to think about with the business strategy. Again, I think it's important that everyone have one. I'm going to hang on to that uh, one best consult uh, idea of recession. Sorry about that, Scott, because we've run out of time today. Uh, but the recession, I, just to leave it, even this morning, looking at the Wall Street Journal, uh, ups and downs. Uh, and I, I want to share something that I did pull out just as a thought, and we'll get into it a little bit deeper. But... Uh, it was uh, Citibank uh, published something last month, I believe, yeah. And in their publication talking about is there a recession, is there going to be a recession, they pointed out first the obvious, it's kind of like the glass, is it half full or is it half empty? And that's a dilemma. And looking at the data obviously supports that concept as well. And But at the end of the day, 
the analysts will agree on one thing. Whatever's going to happen is happening right now. I mean, I have not seen anybody deny that. All we're talking about, all we're worried about is to what extent is it going to do and what most importantly, you and your business, how will the impact be to your business, your community, your employees, your vendors? It's so important. And, and we'll talk about keeping an eye on that versus maybe turning on that favorite business show on the TV in the morning and listen, pontificate about this and that, what happened in California over the weekend with the banking system and all that. It's important to know those things, but what's really important is what's going on in your own backyard. So, and I'll leave you with that. Thank you again for joining us today. And as I say every week as I close the show, most important that until next week, we'll be back here on Monday at 11 a.m. Stay engaged and always keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks.